This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. This show may contain strong language or adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. There is nothing wrong with your radio. We are controlling transmission. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind to the outer limit frequency. Good evening, my name is Sam. My name is Ricardo. This is the outer limit frequency. think it's any kind of controversial statement to say that Bob Dylan is possibly one of the most influential and important musicians of the 20th century. What might be slightly more controversial is that his performances don't always live up to the potential of the songs themselves, which is a pity, because no matter what you think about the man or his very distinct sound, you have to respect the potency and longevity of his work. And I feel that the best way to demonstrate this is through the eyes of other musicians as they go about covering Bob Dylan songs. We've all heard Mr. Tambourine Man by the Birds, Knocking on Heaven's Door by Guns N' Roses, And of course we've all heard Hendrix's All Along the Watchtower almost ad nauseum at this point. But obviously there is so much more to find out once you start following that rabbit hole, and rabbit holes are outer limit frequency approved. Starting off this episode is the song that started off possibly the greatest movie soundtrack I've ever heard. The soundtrack for Watchmen. You wouldn't really expect a so-called emo band like My Chemical Romance to ever do a cover of a Dylan song, and you certainly wouldn't expect it to be good. But their take on Desolation Row kind of feels like this is how the song always should have been. This is actually the song that initially made me think that maybe I prefer covers of Bob Dylan songs over the originals. The pop culture references from a long history of what pop culture is also suits my chemical romance. Despite many of those references being incredibly aged, it works well for them and makes them come across as more proper punk than emo. Yeah. 
Dead Weather threw in a cheeky Bob Dylan cover on their debut album, it actually fit in so well that not many people seemed to notice. Well, it definitely helped that the tune of choice was New Pony. It's a lesser known song from Street Legal, which is an album that was widely met with indifference. This isn't the first or the last time that Mr. White has toyed with Dylan's over, but rarely has one of Bob's straightforward rock sounds sounded this raw and vicious. Whereas in the original Bob, at the front, of course, was being backed by a female chorus. The Dead Weather reversed the throttle, putting Alison Mosshart up front. Good, because she's great. And then with the boys behind her shouting along. Together they somehow make the idea of getting a new pony sound pretty sinister. Like, what happened to the old pony? This has happened before, hasn't it? Oh, won't somebody please think of the ponies? <laughs>
On the surface, the idea of Rage Against the Machine covering Bob Dylan makes no sense. Their musical styles are just far too different for it to work. But Dylan was always a bit of a rebel, anti-authority, and takes any opportunity to, given to protest. Which is kind of what Rage Against the Machine is all about. And this is why their cover of Maggie's Farm is probably the most famous Dylan cover on tonight's episode. Because it honestly just feels like it is a great Rage song. Musically, it really is about as different as possible from the original, but the bones are there. And the message comes through even stronger when shouted by Zach De La Rocha.
gonna work on Maggie's farm no more. No, I ain't gonna work on Maggie's farm no more. Well, I try my best to be just like I am. But everybody wants you to be just like them. Skin Pillbox Hat is a song that marries electric blues to the time-honored tradition of ragging on celebrity fashion. Not all of Dylan's social commentary was as grandiose as blowing in the wind or as scathing as like a rolling stone. Sometimes it was something as simple as saying, hey, I hate your hat and I want to write a song about how much I hate it. And what better way to honor a song that snipes at cool kid fashion than by handing it to the king of anti-cool kids, Beck. The fuzzed-out garage rock aesthetic of his version is peak 2010, but obviously he makes it work. Beck makes everything work. It's just what he does. But that being said, Beck does kind of seem like the sort of person who might actually own that kind of hat. Ironically, of course. Either way, this is Leopard Skin Pillbox Hat. Pretty 
fans of Bob Dylan would know of his so-called basement tapes, a bunch of rough recordings that were recorded in two locations known as the Red Room and Big Pink. It's about a hundred songs and most of them are not good. And covers of old folk songs. Possibly the most famous of the lot is the song I'm Not There, which was also used as the name of a rather weird biographical film about Dylan. And the song wasn't actually released until this film was, as it was included as the last track on the soundtrack. But as well as the Bob Dylan version of I'm Not There, Sonic Youth provided a cover of it much earlier on. And... Yeah, kind of blows the original out of the water. I mean, yes, that is kind of the theme for this episode, but in this case, you had both the original and the cover not just released on the same day, but on the same album. You are directly comparing them, and the Dylan version is just weak by comparison. So, enjoy Sonic Youth.
Harvey has always occupied this ill-defined but fascinating space between folk singer and punk goddess, and she even wrote a hit song and a best-selling album just to prove she could. Now who does that remind me of? Oh yeah, that, that guy we've been talking about this whole time. Polly Jean exploded into alternative rock like a hand grenade in the early 90s, and her second album, Rid of Me, made a very real impact in the boys club of the day. The record's B-side kicks off with the raw and agitated cover of Highway 61 Revisited. And while many covers inserted into the middle of records stick out like sore thumbs, here it fits like a glove. This rendition is patterned after the Johnny Winter version of the track, which PJ, her trio, and producer Steve Albini give a bleak and oh-so 90s sheen. And it's totally badass.
one. Mama, You've Been On My Mind is probably my favorite Dylan song, but this is largely due to hearing George Harrison play it. And yeah, it's pretty hard to beat George Harrison. But as it turns out, there is a better, if not infinitely more depressing version of Mama, You've Been On My Mind, performed by Jeff Buckley. This once slightly sad but quite lovely song gets those two moods amplified to a ridiculous degree due to that signature Buckley style, which comes on strong here. It's crazy to me that this wasn't actually even on the original cut of Grace, but that just shows how great that album was, huh? it is the color of the sun caught flat and covering the crossroads I'm standing at or maybe it's the weather or something like that but mama you've been on my mind I mean no trouble, please don't put me down Don't get upset, I am not pleading Only saying I can't forget you I do not pace the floor, bow down and bend But yet, how mommy you've been on my Even though my eyes are hazy and my thoughts, they might be narrow Where you been, don't bother me Oh, bring me down with sorrow I don't even mind who you'll be waking with tomorrow But mama, you're just on my mind I am not asking you to say words like yes or no, please understand me. I have no place I'm calling you to go. I'm just whispering to myself so I can't pretend that I don't know. Mommy, just on my mind. inside your mirror You know I won't be next to you You know I won't be near I'd just be curious to know If you can see yourself as clear As Someone who has had you on his mind
Singer-songwriter Harry Nilsson was one of music's great chameleons, able to adapt to the sounds and styles of rapidly changing times, which makes his 1974 cover of Subterranean Homesick Blues rather interesting. This was nearly 10 whole years after the original release, and in those 10 years, popular music had evolved at an unprecedented rate. The times, as they say, were becoming quite different. There's a sort of transgressive joy to hearing this of all songs, one that is so heavily associated with the mid-60s as it is transported kicking and screaming into the fuzzy bravado of mid-70s rock, but it works. So much I don't believe that anyone's actually done the track better since. As much as I, uh, appreciate how the Red Hot Chili Peppers tried to make the same song part of their Uplift Mofo party plan, Harry's winning every time.
The times there are changing is probably alongside songs like All Along the Watchtower or Knocking on Heaven's Door is one of the best known songs Bob Dylan ever wrote and released. And it's actually one of the few Dylan songs where I really like the Bob Dylan version. But it's also been covered over and over and over again by the likes of Simon and Garfunkel, the Beach Boys, Bruce Springsteen, Me First and the Gimme Gimmies, and many more. I'm going to admit that in many cases, the Dylan version is actually better. Simon and Garfunkel being the obvious choice for the better cover, but there is another that I prefer. In 2012, there was a Dylan covers album released called Chimes of Freedom, which was like a 50-year tribute album with 76 tracks and contributions from 87 artists. So yeah, I could have actually dove right into this album for this episode, but for the sake of this entry, this is Flogging Molly with The Times They Are Changing. Come gather around people wherever you roam And admit that the waters around you have grown And accept it that soon you'll be drenched to the bone If your time to you is worth saving So you better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone For the times they are a-changing What the fuck? Come riders and critics from size with your pen And keep your eyes wide, the change won't come again Don't speak too soon for the wheels to spin And there's no telling who that is leaving That leads you to call Don't stand in the doorway Don't block up the hall For he that gets hurt Will be he who has fall There's a battle outside And it's raging They'll soon shake your windows And rattle your walls For the times they are It is cast The slow one now Will later be fast As the present Now will later be past The order is rapidly Fading And the first one Now will later be last For the times They are
The idea for this episode hinges on all of us agreeing that Bob Dylan is an artist famous and important enough to have his songs covered by other artists. It's pretty simple. More so, as we have also demonstrated, he is famous and important enough to have inspired entire cover albums. And, in at least one case, he has been the subject of a live covers album, which is a pretty deep niche to fill. In 2017, Folk Grass Mainstay's Old Crow Medicine Show decided to pay tribute to Big Bob for the 50th anniversary of Blonde on Blonde, by way of a live set that perfectly mirrored the original track list. And just as Blonde on Blonde started with a mighty attention-grabbing track, so too does Old Crow Medicine Show's 50 Years of Blonde on Blonde. This is Rainy Day Women, numbers 12 and 35. You do the math.
probably a crime that we don't talk about Johnny Winter more often, because the dude was crazy talented and it seems like he's often just overlooked. Quite possibly one of the greatest guitarists to ever live, he never had a major mainstream run as his style was always more blues based. But it's also not just his guitar work that was great, his vocals, while very rough, were also very bluesy. And this works really well when you take, say, a blues-adjacent musician like Bob Dylan, who as we know has written some pretty great songs, and give Johnny Winter a crack at one of them. In this case, it's from a Buick 6, which... You get the point of this episode by now, right? I've made a lot of playfully disparaging remarks towards Bob Dylan on this episode, and really it is all in jest, because there are definitely songs of his that I genuinely like just as they are. And right at the top of that list is Ballad of a Thin Man from Highway 61 Revisited. To me, this is the perfected incarnation of Dylan as the rambling poet, cutting society to the core with insight and wordplay. And the fact that it is so distinctly mid-60s Bob Dylan means it's also a little bit of a hard song to cover. Not that that stopped anybody, but the results have been mixed, and I'm being quite polite about that. 
Pavement Stephen Malmkiss has put in one of the better renditions, as has Britpop mainstay Richard Hawley. It turns out that Hawley is exactly the sort of singer-songwriter type who is always bound to cover Bob Dylan eventually, given enough time and opportunity. It's an infinite monkeys and infinite typewriters situation. And I'm really glad that this is the particular tune he tried out, even if his velvety delivery does take some of the sting out of those barbs. Still really good, though. Somebody naked and you say, who is that man? You try so hard, but you don't understand just what you will say when you get home. Because something is happening here, but you don't know what it is. where it is and somebody points to you and says it's his and you say what's mine and somebody else says well what is and you say oh my god am I here all alone but something is happening you don't know what it is do you you hand in your ticket And you go watch the geek Who immediately walks up to you And he hears you speak And says how does it feel to be Such a freak And you say impossible As he hands you a and something is happening here But you don't know what it is Do you, Mr. Jones? You have many contacts Among the lumberjacks To get you facts When somebody attacks your imagination Check to tax deductible charity organizations. Ah, you've been with the professors, they've all liked your looks. With great lawyers, you have discussed lepers and crooks. You've been through all of F. Scott Fitzgerald's books. Well, 
comes up to you and he kneels. He crosses himself and then he clicks his, his high heels. Without further notice, he asks you how it feels. And he says, here's your throat back, thanks for the loan. You know something is happening here. does it for this week's outer limit frequency and if you liked what you heard jump on to whatever your streaming service of choices and check out some of our old episodes you're guaranteed to like at least one or two and since you're coming back next week you're in for a treat we'll be bringing out our rating machine that goes bing out from retirement one more time as we ask the question what is reggae music tune in next week to find out Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.